If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. For all new and current subscribers, welcome back to Resilient Love. Resilient is being able to overcome difficult situations. This podcast is about love, love tips on life, and how to level up in your business. Let's get started on the journey. All right, and we're back with another episode of Resilient Love. Quentin is with us tonight. Well, it is tonight when we're recording this, you guys. So, say hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm, I'm, dry. I'm the dry one sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But I, I come back. He, he comes back sometimes. So we're actually recording live with our friends here on Instagram. Hi to our Instagram viewers tonight. So what is today's episode? Today's episode is about family. Mm-hmm. Um, with the concentration on the importance of spending time with family, cherishing every moment and every opportunity, and um, making it a priority in your life. Right. So, um, as you all can see, well, for those looking, we have some notes here, and we're going to try to stay on our notes, but we're also going to be led by the Holy Spirit. So, our first key point is about the value of time. The value of time. So the value of time is the essence of of time has the greatest currency. Is the one thing you can't buy, sell, or trade. So by that being said, it's the one thing that you cannot control. So, by that being said, it is it would be it would behoove you to use a great deal of wisdom and operate on this time while you have it, mm-hmm. because there's going to come a day. There's going to come a day for each one of us, and the the sad thing is. We don't know when it is. Yeah. Um, this podcast is kind of stemmed from um, the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant. Um, I don't know how some of our viewers feel or anybody else. I'm just sure the world is still kind of, it's, it's shocking. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a shock factor. It's just shocking. But, um, you know... That that point about Kobe Bryant uh, brought on this essence of the value of time because Kobe Bryant made it a point in a previous conversation um, that 
he chose to use a helicopter to ensure that he could handle business, but also make time for family. So he valued his family time, right? Not just his business time, but he valued family time to the point that he strategically orchestrated his day to ensure that the transportation factor would not hinder him being with family. And it's, to me, it's almost like he did a the essence of time equation, if you want to think about it that way, because he used a helicopter to, one, perfect, be able to perfect his craft without wasting time. Yeah. By perfecting his craft, he's able to provide for his family. Mm -hmm. So it still stems back to family. Right. But even in perfecting his craft and providing for his family, he cuts out, blocks out time to ensure that that time is spent and not just providing. Because many times providing is not enough. Yeah. And I think society uh, makes you feel or sets this status of, you know, well, as long as you provide financially, the family is good. But a lot of people today are lacking with the providing factor of emotional support. A lot of people provide financial support, but not a lot of people provide that mental and emotional support. The family structure is not only built on the financial stability, right? People love to say, I just want to be financially stable. But no money can amount to love. No money can amount to peace. No money can amount to presence. And now we have a family and many other families, right, that are mourning the loss of a loved one. But the question goes back to this simple thing, the value of time. Did you cherish the time that you had with the person? I heard a quote again from somebody in the quote unquote famous arena, because we're all famous to somebody. <laughs> but Lauren London made a quote and I'm paraphrasing her quote because I don't do not have it in front of me. But she said, you need to cherish God's gifts before he takes them back. Each and every one of us are a gift to this world, a gift to each other. But we are all borrowed because we belong to God. So our presence is truly a gift. Think about it. When you were in class, right, the teacher said, say here, or say present. Sit on that for a second. Your teacher said, say here, or say present. <laughs> Why do I bring that up? Because a lot of us are just here, but we're not present. You might be in the household, but you're not presently active in your child or spouse's life. So you have to ask yourself, before we transition to our next point, ask yourself, when it comes to my family, 
Am I just here or am I present? Man, I can relate to that. Sure. Yeah. Um, for those that may not know, me and Brianna have, uh, oof, I cannot describe it. What's the proper word? We have challenging schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, but every opportunity that we do get to be together, we try to make the best of it. Right. And though we are very tired of these challenges, it is making us stronger, but also making us want to perfect our own crafts and our own calling and really seeking out our own purpose in life and understanding that we are designed for more. So in doing so, sometimes you have to be irritated till you're ready to move. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the only way God can contact you for real, for real, is to allow you to hurt, Mm -hmm. allow you to feel it. Mm -hmm. Because you you won't move until you feel it. Mm -hmm. So when you get, you know, the old saying, what? When you get sick Sick and tired tired of being sick sick and tired, tired, you'll do something about it. Right. And I was listening to an interview even last night. I was just listening to an interview of um, Kobe, a past interview. And he was saying how in, you know, when he was 11, he went to a camp and he missed all the shots. Mm Mm-hmm. And to come from a, a, a father that was already an athlete and a star, it made him feel some type of way. Right. But he said that his dad just came over and hugged him and said, it don't matter. I'm going to be here regardless. Uh-huh. And that just shows you the importance of bonding and family. And, you know, if we had more of that, especially on the on both sides, but definitely on the male side, Right. Because the male is the lead figure. Of the household. How much more different will would the world be? Right. So we're, we're calling all the men out there. We're calling all the males to step up and be the head of the household. To step up and be the leaders that God ordained you to be. That God ordained you to be the leader. And, and I even include, I mean, I definitely include myself. Mm-hmm. You don't have it. There's always something you can do better. There's always one thing I can take from Kobe, even in this tragedy. I, I, I mean, I paid attention to him, but now I, it's, it's sad that we get to see all the fruit and wisdom that was Ooh. in a person when they gone. But there is light in the wake of tragedy. There is light and darkness. And I would like to shout out the city of L.A. and Los Angeles and all around the world, but especially the city of Los Angeles. Uh, Our prayers are with you and just know that there is light in the midst of tragedy. Mm -hmm. It also goes to his family. Continue to build around his legacy, build around the wisdom that he did, share, share with us, and really take some of the things that he did, especially the example of making time. Yeah. Um, that was phenomenal. Like for an athlete to not boast about himself as an athlete, but to be making sure he's just as enthusiastic about making the 
the jump shot as he is getting in the carpool line. Yeah. That's powerful. That's major. That's a major key. That's a major key of the essence of time. Like I, like we said in the beginning of this episode, there is no there's no greater value mm-hmm. to life because of the fact that your life is such a vapor, right? It is here today, it's gone tomorrow, and you have to cherish the moment. Time is of the essence. And so we have to value time over money. Like the Mamba mentality that Kobe established with his team, with his brand, even with his family. The Mamba mentality for me is almost like being able to say Ohana, which is for a Hawaiian phrase for family. Like the Mamba mentality for me is like the essence of strength and family, the essence of teamwork and being able to be a family within the team. Like I feel as though the mentality is to keep striving for greater and bring everybody with you. The mentality is no person left behind. And it's like, even though he's gone, he left behind such a legacy that he's not even gone. Mm-hmm. He's not even gone. It's just he's not physically with us. And that's even, I'm glad you said that. That's even the important, that really defines legacy. Mm-hmm. Legacy is when your physical body, your 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 spiritual, what you have put here on the earth and left here with at the earth. Mm-hmm. can still be poured into people and still can be effective and useful and you're no longer here in the physical. Yeah. That's legacy. That's legacy. That's what, lineage. Yeah. What lives on beyond you. And, um, that's why one of our focuses is not having challenging. Right now we do have challenging schedules and conflicting schedules, but it's something that we can't afford. To continue. We're having a mamba mentality even with that. Striving to be greater. Teamwork. Family. And growth. I want to shout out my wife for getting me something. <laughs> passion planner. So I got a lot of planning to do. Um, I appreciate it. She invested in me by making sure that I got this. Something that I need. Um, like I said, The things I got from Kobe, I really paid attention to, you know, how he said, perfecting your craft. Perfecting. And one of the number one crafts definitely should be family. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. We all have to work to eat. Yeah. Or create wealth. Let me not say, I don't like to say work to eat. I feel like that's such a short change phrase. Yeah. Because you're like working towards this. Big old, oh, I get to eat. You know, thank God for that. But it's more to life than just that. I'm working towards making sure my grand, our grandkids, grandkids can eat. Quote unquote, if we use that term continuously, right? Without look, we wanna we wanna take it to the Bible. I don't know the specific passage of scripture, 
But for those of you that know where I'm about to go with this, Jesus led the people with um, manna. Manna from heaven was falling. So the people were never hungry because Jesus provided food every step of the journey. And so even when you're building a legacy for your family, you're providing them food as in knowledge. You're providing them food as in financial literacy. You're providing them food every step of the way that they go so that they no longer are like hindered, but the family begins to grow and develop, right? Because we all need food to eat, but you also need spiritual food at the word. And you also need a common sense as in worldly knowledge of how to move your money, how to manage your money. And so all of that goes into love activation and building the family unit. And love and money don't cure all problems. It doesn't. That's not what we're saying for sure. And but it does allow you to be able to make time for family, take vacations, mm-hmm. do things you want to do, actually do what you want to do and not just do what you got to do. Right. That's a difference. Yeah, we all have to do certain things, but you want to do more things. So you have to begin to build a structured life for you and your family where it's not just the have-to moments, but it's the, hey, spur of the moment. Right. You want to be able to have spur of the moment activities with your family. You don't want to just say, well, uh, I guess, I guess maybe on this date we could do something, but it's not guaranteed. It's like, this is my next point. This point right here is going to hit, it's going to hit hard because it hit me hard when I wrote it. Make time or make time. I'm going to let it sit for a second. We're talking about family. Make time or make time. I never forget. I was on the phone with a friend and, um, they had experienced, before they experienced a major loss, right, as in losing a loved one, the f- the person made the statement, you know, I'm sorry, <laughs> the person made the statement, either we make time for our family now, or we'll have to make time later. So people love to say, well, I don't have time to go sit with Grandma Sue. I don't have time to go and take Aunt Sally to the store. But in that last moment, and you all know what I'm referring to, that moment of them leaving this earth, you got to make time for that funeral. You got to make time to do the arrangements. So either you make time or you make time. So, So in essence, we're pushing this focus of family and activating love in the household because going back to a previous point either you're present or you're just here and you want to be present in your household present with your spouse present with your loved ones and not just there think about it me and Quentin are sitting right here right now if I'm on my phone and he's on his phone we're here but we're not present. So you don't want to live or build a structure with your family where you're just there. 
but you're not present. You're not building. You're not executing. You're not making time. Absent from the body. I'm going to have to look that up. But it it just made me think about, like, and and we, I get on for a little bit more. I ain't going to call it. But when we go out. You just said you get on me a little bit more. Yeah. You get on me about stuff. He just, he he's referring to the fact that last night, literally, <laughs> we, we were at dinner and I was trying to fix something on my phone and he was like, is that more important or is this us spending time together more important? And I said, you're more important. I just want to fix this password real quick and then you are... <laughs> But you all get the point, right? I'm I'm with him. He's trying to engage, and I'm like, let me fix this password real quick. But I need to be. I don't like phones, though. Yeah, he's definitely not the phone person. Um, but I don't get a pager. That's old school. Hey, if it's an emergency, beep beep. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Impossible. I, I really consider that once we go on a cruise. <laughs> I mean, I need beat beat. That means it's an emergency. Yeah. Beep, beep. But, but in all seriousness, you guys, you know, we learned that, you know, I'm learning that, you know, because I do social media marketing, I'm always trying to stay in the quote unquote no and, you know, learning from the greats and all of these things it does begin to consume you. That's why when people, I want to take a sidebar right here. When people say I'm doing a social media fast, that's real. That's real. I think sometimes people try to minimize it like, girl, it's not that deep. It really is deep because you begin to consume or take in what your your eyes and your ears take in, it affects you. I don't think people really catch that. Because people love to say, oh, you you can listen to whatever you want. You can watch whatever you want. No, it's real. It's a spirit attached to things. And if you're not careful, the spirit will take over your body. This is why mental health is important. This is why having conversations is important. This is why the family structure in general, there are things that families don't talk about, especially in the African-American community. And you li- you literally let it fester. I got to use that word. You let things fester and it builds up to the point that now you're having these spiritual issues as in bitterness, envy, malice, jealousy. You're dealing with these negative things and it's hindering the progression of family, which in essence hinders generations, which in essence hinders what God created. He said, be fruitful and multiply. But a lot of us are not taking time to multiply knowledge, to multiply financial literacy, to multiply being financially like, under, just understanding finances in general and understanding like yourself, your mental, your emotional. You know what I mean? Like, we're not establishing that. We're establishing negativity and all these things that hinder. The family. It just... And being transparent. Yeah. Being transparent with yourself is the most important thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Seriously. Um, 
So understanding that you always, <clears throat> I mean, always got room to grow. Always. Excuse me. I don't <clears throat> care how much you think you done perfected the craft. Mm-hmm. There's still some more to go. Always. And and I when I listened to the Kobe interview, he said, when I lost, it got me excited. Mm-hmm. Because I know there's something else I got to work on. That's true. I got I, I ain't got it. Yet. Mamba mentality. I how how can you know that is that's the true meaning of humbleness. Yeah. To hit a hit eighty points, hundred points, and still say, I still gotta perfect my craft. Still got room to grow. And that's a that's a very valid point. And I'm glad he brought it up because when it comes to family, you know, if you turn your L's into lessons, you know, Nicki Minaj said that. And I think that was such a valuable that was such a valuable lyric. And it could be taken out of context because it's Nicki Minaj, but yeah. But I just want to give credit to who said it. Right, but, but look at the get the Get, get the, the root, meat. get, the, get meat the meat, and throw away the bones. So in essence, it's like she said, "Turn your L's into lessons instead of losses." That's literally all she was saying. But it, it's such a common phrase. But just to really take that in, like turn your L's. We all know what that means in slang. Into lessons. And if we didn't have the L's of what considered as losses, but Technically, lesson. Mm-hmm. There could be no growth. There could be no growth without the L's. So somebody has to lose. In, you in, know, in in the in the midst of the pain. Mm-hmm. Because it it did get kind of painful. Um. Just thank God for the L's. Thank him. Because it's growing you to another level. Your next level. Next level. So it, your L is really turning to your next level. Continue to have a next level mentality. Yeah. yeah. It, okay, I've reached here. What else? How? Next level. <laughs> <laughs> level up. Basically. Level up. And if you want to level up, team, we'll be happy to direct you to our page, Purpose Apparel. <laughs> but. <laughs> But to close out this topic, we also want to hit three valuable points. Just three. The value points, the meat of this episode is balance, priorities, and fun. That's the meat. Balance, priorities, and fun. That's how you should build your household. With balance, setting priorities, and never leaving out the fun. Don't leave out the fun. Your family should be fun. You should be you should be excited to be around your family. It should not be like, oh no, I got so <laughs> I know. And you, it, it's you know it, and sometimes it does get to be habit. <clears throat> it does get to be habit like mm-hmm. but I wanna say that balance don't feel like just because you don't run out the gate and got balance that I, don't give up on yourself. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is balance is almost like getting a degree. You can't get a degree overnight. 
Mm-hmm. It's something that's got to be crafted in. It's got to go through some lessons. It got to go through some things before it's molded to what it needs to be. Before you really find the true, what is it, definition mm-hmm. of balance. Because your balance, what you consider balance for your household, somebody else could say that's unbalanced. I don't know how y'all do that. But that's the point. That's the point. You make it your own. It's like a DIY. Do it yourself. Figure out what's going to work for your family. You might take tips from this book or this whatever, but you have to find your level of balance. What's going to create an equilibrium? I like that word. What's going to create an equilibrium in my household that we all can have tranquility? We all can have peace. We all can work together in harmony, even through the chaos, even through the drama, even through the whatever. We still can find that equilibrium and be like, you know what? Family time. Let's get this together. Everybody, cool by y'all circle. Prayer time. Let's let's do what we got to do because we're not going to allow this particular hiccup to hinder us from a level up. Take that home with you. And there's so much mm-hmm. that can get accomplished once you got balance. So much. Yeah. Which which leads you to making the correct priorities. Mm-hmm. Because once you balance your what's the top of the list versus the bottom of the list, that's how you find the priorities. Where do things fall in my life? The list of things that my life needs from me. And with balance and priorities, when you get those two and you really begin to perfect those two and it's very effective in your life. Mm-hmm. It cancels out the number one thing that is the biggest problem in all of our lives, no matter what's our financial status, Mm -hmm. what's just our overall status, distractions. Mm -hmm. That is the number one problem, distractions. Distractions hold us up from achieving goals. It cuts off time, valuable time Mm -hmm. from family, perfecting our crafts. Going after our purpose and our calling. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you got those two, I mean, I'm not going to say it's going to be home free, home run. It's <laughs> over. No, you still got to go through some tests and trials. That's the, that's the, that's just, that's life. That's life. You can't grow. You, <laughs> let me use my uncle's old phrase. This is from a, uh, about 80 years of good old wisdom. Mm-hmm. Son, you don't go through life. You grow through life. That's the only way. That's the only way. That's the L. Turn your life into a lesson. Let the seed of your life grow and flourish to what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Don't limit it don't use this. that L. <laughs> Don't limit. Level up. I mean, you're a seed. You're a seed. Your life is a seed. Your L for your life is legacy. And the funny thing is, your seed is actually meant to help grow somebody else's seed. Mm-hmm. So in essence, we're all one big family under we. God's umbrella. Germination. Fertilization, germination. So, I mean, <laughs> and it's funny because, like, 
what's something that you good at and I'm not? And what's something that I'm good at and you're not? Ooh. You're pretty good at um finding the bottom line. You know, through all the noise of life, you can find the bottom line faster than me. I'm like, but they said this and they did that. You're like, this the root. This is what they were trying to say for you. So just get, let erase that part of it. Here's the meat. Here's the bottom line. He's very good at uh, kind of like that corporate talk. Just get right to it, you know. So you're saying I'm more less hairy up get to the solution. Correct. He's he's salute. I'm solution oriented for sure, but I'm more of the talker. <laughs> he's more of the you don't talk enough. Here's the bottom line. <laughs> But with that also comes me because I am the talker. It pushes him to be able to be more get to the heart of the matter. He's he gets to the mind of the matter, but I'm the heart of the matter. As in the emotional aspect. Whereas he tries to dig through the emotions and get to the so, in essence, Bottom line. these two seeds come together and help each other sprout and grow because as she may can't see how to get to the bottom line, eventually, if she continues to be around me, she's going to soak it up and it's going to get on her. Right. And I will eventually be able to see through and get to the bottom line. Whereas for him, because he's so direct, he can begin to fall back and see. And then with the, the heart, emotional, the heart of the matter. In the heart, mm-hmm. it helps me to develop as a person, develop with compassion. That that C word. <laughs> and it's not hard to do, but sometimes I one thing I don't like doing is wasting a lot of time talking about the same problem. But we have not yet brought a resolution to the table. Yeah. That's something I, I just, I'm not, and I have done it so much before, I am not willing to continue to go through life like that. But in doing so, I will have compassion. Mm-hmm. But I also have to use wisdom. So, those factors help to build this union and build this family. So let us know in the comments or especially here on the podcast, comment on this episode. Let us know how these tips have helped you become more um, observant of your family and gave you, hopefully we have given you some ideas and perspectives to consider as you begin to activate love in your family. And as we close out, I challenge everyone that listens to this to make sure to call somebody, which tomorrow being the computer. Call somebody, whoever, today, mm-hmm. and say, I love you. Say I was thinking about you. I love you. Mm-hmm. Call, call somebody that 
you know, y'all ain't talk. Y'all, you know, it's been a little friction. Just call. If it ain't but 30 you know, seconds. Hit him with a Stevie Wonder. I just call to say I love you. Now, one thing I can say, even though I'm laughing because you don't broke out in the song, but honestly, um, the best medicine to issues and things like it's just striving is going against the grain and not feeding into it. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, why are you treating me so bad? Mm-hmm. What's, what's wrong? What are you up to? It's nothing but love. See, you can't there's nothing you you can't fight against love. Right. All you can you, you can try to run away from it, but you can't fight against it. MLK said it best. Love is the best medicine. What he said. Well, not MLK, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Doctors cannot Outweigh or fight darkness, only love can. Right. I mean, light can. Yeah, we got to get our quote right. We got to get our quote right. So, before we go, I got to get the quote right because I have messed up Martin Luther King Jr.'s quote. So, let me get it right. It's, it's, it's a simple quote, but I just want to say it correctly. So, um, y'all comment. For those that are watching or if you're listening right now, comment your thoughts on this episode because we're going to end it with this quote. Because once I get it, we out. But um, <laughs> what what are your thoughts? Let us know. We do have one comment that came in. It says, "I came in late, but definitely got the message." We also had um crown quotes come in, and we also had uh perfecting destiny come in. So thank you all thank for you. coming in and watching and listening to us in the light in in the late hour a little bit. Late in the midnight hour. <laughs> darkness cannot drive out darkness only light can do that hate cannot drive out hate only love can do that so when it comes to your household when it comes to life remember you can only fight it with love you can only fight it with love and the light of God can shine his love or any dark situation. So, this your girl, Brie. Thank you. And this is Resilient <laughs> Love. Peace. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Resilient Love Podcast. We wanted to take this opportunity to also let you know that you can help us by committing to a monthly fee of $0.99, cent, $2.99, or $9.99. Those contributions help us to keep this movement of resilient love going. Blessings to all listeners and subscribers. Thank you all. Resilient Love.